action. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of Your Average Critics. Uh, it's your mum's favourite episode. Joined today by Obi, Chris and Joe. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So, a, rel- a relative full house today. Um, well, it is a full house because Ollie's still in New Zealand. Um, but so, seeing as two weeks ago, I think it was, we were saying how it had been almost a month since the Captain Marvel trailer came out and we hadn't spoken about it. And we were bemoaning the fact that we hadn't heard any news about um, Avengers 4. And then, lo and behold, what happens... Was it bang, bang, two bang. days ago? Yeah. trailer for Captain Marvel drops and a teaser for Avengers 4 dropped. So, should we tackle Captain Marvel first? Yeah. Um, may I add, Spider-Man <clears throat> isn't coming out this weekend, the trailer, apparently. They've, they've delayed it. I don't know why. Don't, read, don't believe everything you read on Instagram. Sorry, you see his stealth suit? Yeah. That's kind of shit. Yeah. That's kind of like a, what's it called? Like a gimp suit. Yeah. A, a gimp suit? Uh, like Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He's got like a, like the L.A. Noir one in um, in oh, the game. Right. He's got like that in, in the film. What, Far From Home? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Fair Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Captain Marvel first. So this is like the first proper trailer we've had. The last one was a bit of a... I, uh... like I can't even remember like, what happened there. <laughs> well, it starts off with her... Uh, and the old woman again. So it's like a rehash of the the teaser, isn't it? Yeah, because so explained about the um about her punching all in the face, basically. Yeah, so it's basically like a little because that was so controversial. They're like, hey, we're going to show you it again, but explain why we did it. So <laughs> it's basically so. Last time I was confused as to Krolls skulls. No, what are they Scrolls called? and Cree. Scrolls and Cree. So it turns out. <laughs> Talk about tongue twisters and make it complicated. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just called so a skulls. Captain Marvel appears to be a Cree, yes. and she's fighting the Skrulls. Does she appear to have powers when she originally fights them? though? Well, so from what we gather from the trailer, she she ends up in space, and they kind of she's injured, and they so the the Cree kind of fix her. Fix her, yeah, like Robocop style, and she becomes like. Proper OP. Yeah. Superman. Like some of the powers that she displays in this, like shooting lasers out of her hands and all sorts of flying. She's basically like a female yeah. Superman. But did you notice that they did two kind of suits for her? They did like an old school kind of suit yeah, with her hair's one. down. No, no. I'd say the green one, I think, is her space suit. But like, I was oh. talking about like, so she's got like a full, you can see her face fully yeah. suit with her hair down. And then she's got another one where it's over the top and like, like a Mohican. Yeah. And that's like the modern day version of her character in the, mm. the comics. So, because you said the teaser trailer Obi didn't really get you excited. No. Mm. What? How does the trailer make you feel about Captain Marvel? Uh, a lot better, I think, because it kind of showed me, gave me a bit of background as to like how she got to where she is now, or I suppose well where she was nineteen ninety whatever nineteen ninety five whenever it is, and um, also like just they showed me like what she can do, like her powers. I'm like, oh okay, so she's actually got like some. You some know, shit she can do. Yeah, yeah. some capabilities sort of thing. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing how she got to be Captain Marvel and also, like, how powerful she is. Because we know she's, like, super powerful. Mm. Prior to this, so. she was just a journal journalist who was uh, going to see uh, Godzilla. No, King Kong. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, isn't it? I'd be interested to see what her weaknesses are. Like, because obviously Superman has kryptonite. That's going to be the problem, I reckon. That she doesn't have a really easy weakness then her part in Avengers is just going to be so easily like, slotted in when you think about it though I reckon she saves Iron Man when you, when you think about it though what are like let's talk about the Avengers like what yeah. are their weaknesses well Captain America can just get stabbed okay. but they are and so can Iron so Man Hulk, Hulk hasn't really got a weakness true yeah, Thor if you... hasn't really got a weakness true no but the thing about Bruce Banner 
um, Tony Stark and Captain America's, they are all human. Yes, but if Thor's you... No, no. Oh, did you say no, Thor? No, no, he didn't no. say... Oh, but Hulk's not Hulk's Yeah, but if you mm. shoot Bruce... Like Bruce Banner said yeah, in the... Yeah, shoot him in the tries to kill himself, himself. and he turned into the Hulk. So... so uh, yeah. He's think, basically indestructible. So, Hulk, I think, in the comics, dies of old age, yeah. and there's a series where Deadpool <laughs> and Wolverine both kill him, but I think it's like, literally, you've got to cut him through the neck and yeah, then Wolverine like, cuts his head off. And I assume Thanos could have killed him, mm. although... I mean, Thanos been, did beat him up. Yeah, maybe. but we've been led to believe that that wasn't Hulk's full power. It's not Hulk's. But, um, at, but at the same time, you want you want Thanos <clears throat> to be this massive, overly powered yeah, thing, yeah, don't yeah. you? So um, then, like Scarlet Witch, she's easy to kill. Hawkeye, pretty easy yeah. to kill. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about. Thought, yeah, Hulk's pretty easy to kill. As is well. he? Well, yeah, like Loki. Well, Loki stabbed him, but it, and he, he got it, hurt. By but it. is he dead? Did he die? No, he didn't die. So what are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. He didn't die. He, he, can't, to get a he sword can't be that easy to kill because he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't seen him die. The most life-threatening yeah, thing. And, he, and he's a god. The life- yeah, he's seen, a god. I haven't seen Tony Stark die. He's a god, though. I haven't seen Tony Stark. He's a, fair enough. Fine, but he's a god. I don't think Thor's easy to kill. I don't think he is. I think, I think the closest we've seen to him dying is in the last Thor film where his eyes zapped out. I think that's the time in which he could have died. And I still think then there would be some kind of like rebuttal or some still, kind of way I to mean, like. To honest, I still think if you shot him in the head. I still think. Yeah. I've never seen bullets against him. Though, I don't actually saying that. And even like, if if anything, Thor almost beat what's his face. Thanos. Um, yeah, yeah, Thanos. So he's probably the the strongest. But that's because he's got Stormbreaker or Mjolnir. Yeah. But that's still his. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's still See, his fan. There's a, oh, there's so many questions about the Avengers thing that I just want to throw out there to you guys. Okay, so let's stick with Captain Marvel <clears throat> yeah. for a sec. So she looks very very powerful. Um, do you think? They're gonna be able to adequately explain how she has been absent up until quote unquote present day. Yeah, she's probably got some other shit she's got to deal with, isn't it? Probably she's battling some intergalactic war, she, she, and then everyone d- turns to dust, and she's, she's like, "What the yeah, fuck?" But you think like she if, been if, fighting the scrolls. if um Nick Fury, who looks younger here and has two eyes, um, is able to contact her like via kind of Wait, pager, yeah. then. You know, yeah, but what... she probably gave him that pager. It's not like he's given yeah, it to but her. Yeah, so we what... assume that he she would have given it to him in the nineties, and he doesn't decide to use it until so twenty years. Yeah. In case of extreme emergency. Yeah, but do you not I feel mean... like the Chaturi coming in the first Avengers film, or like Ultron Maybe, but destroying he, but his, Sokovia? But his, his first plan is the Avengers, so he yeah. set the Avengers in motion. And when he sees all this destruction around him, and he has no Avengers contacting him prior. Point. And you just see helicopters just suddenly smashing yeah. into buildings, and people in front of you just disappear to dust. Mm. You don't think, yeah, Tony Stark's going to sort this one out for me. Yeah. Although I don't know what he thinks Captain Marvel's going to do, but you, you'd think you'd want a higher being. Uh, and he, I don't know if he has <laughs> that level of respect. I know he obviously respects Thor, but I don't know if everyone has the same level of like R about Thor because mm. he seems a bit like a numbskull sometimes, mm. and he abides by his own rules, kind of thing. I don't mm. know, but. I just want to say that I'm putting this out there for uh, Avengers 4. If I think I awful cheated if suddenly it becomes like Captain Marvel comes in and saves the day, basically. Mm. I'll feel a bit cheated. She can, well, she can save. I feel, I feel like, it's kind of skipping, but I feel like she's going to save Iron Man from space, like, wherever, wherever the fuck mm. he is. But if she comes in and just, like, fucks up Thanos, I awful cheated because she's only been in one film prior. To bring yeah. someone in suddenly, like, oh yeah, it's, it's like a Deus Ex Machina yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't want that. So someone was saying to me that they don't think Thanos is going to be the main villain in the Endgame. 
Wow, you just completely skipped. Wow. <laughs> we didn't say end game, Chris. Go on, you just came all the way. Wow. Wow. There's always one. So, Avengers 4. Should I go backwards? No, it's fine. <laughs> Avengers 4 has been announced as Avengers Endgame, which was a title that had been thrown about still, by quite a lot of people. I'm still not convinced it's a title. No? Because they were adamant it's not going to be Endgame. And they were like... Yeah, they're, not no, gonna say, they're not going to say, oh yeah, it's Endgame. <laughs> when, when, suppose, they, when they yeah, ask you, it's That's true, that's true. If they're planning on bringing it out. I think, I think it's way too close to the... To the, um, to the I, I don't know what else they would call it now. actually thinking about it I think that's the quick, that's the Infinity Gauntlet are we happy with that that title I think, it's, I think it's a good title because I liked that because it was like a little nod to yeah. Doctor Strange that we're in the yeah. game now sort of thing I like, I like that so yeah I think it's a good name yeah do you think it'd be better really... than Annihilation yeah do you think it'd be proper cheesy if someone else says Endgame in this film <laughs> I don't know it's been said before depends, depends. Yeah, apparently Doctor Strange Tony Stark said it apparently yeah Ultron. yeah 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 I don't remember oh, that, really? but apparently yeah also maybe Oh, you ever thought about that? Maybe there's like some connection to Age of Ultron. And well, that, do you know so what? Like... I know, I know you want to talk about yeah. Iron Man and that, but in the, in the trailer, yeah. the first shot is of Iron Man's mask. But I thought it was Ultron's face. I, I know it's not, but when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, it's Ultron." Yeah, you can kind of. But see it, yeah. just because it's Iron Man's mask so fucked up, mm. and I was like, "Oh, that looks really like Ultron to me." Mm. Um, mm. But so then the first uh, part of the trailer is. Um, yeah, Iron Man in a ship, floating in space, basically recording his kind of death note to Pepper, saying, saying, you know, I've got a day of oxygen left. I reckon she's pregnant as well. Possibly. Probably. We don't even know how long it's been since, um, yeah. since it, the, the snap happened. We must assume there's a time jump. Because, yeah, like you said in the chat, um, or one of you did, wasn't Tony with Nebula he was, on yeah. Titan? Yeah, yeah. so... What do you apparently, she is, apparently she's in the trailer. I didn't see her. But she, she, she is in the trailer. Yeah. Well, I didn't see her. What, in the ship? Apparently she's yeah, at the end. You, no, not at the end. She's in the ship with Tony? I don't know if she's... You don't see her in the ship with Tony, but oh. you see her. No, I, mean, I thought you saw her at the end of the actual trailer. No. Oh, no, okay. No, I, didn't, I didn't see her. Go on, Joe, go on. So, basically, I can't remember when exactly it was in the trailer, but you see almost full-body her, and then you see her hand, like, sort of brush against something, mm. and that's pretty much her... Appearance in the trailer. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing that. Man, they've had bare views on this. On a, yeah, two hundred and so most views, nine million in one day or something yeah. ridiculous. Okay, so mad. Main, I mean, I watched this. I was like so gassed. <laughs> it was insane. So you, okay, so I've got, so my query is yeah. I get he's coming back to Earth, or that's assume what that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, Iron Man, yeah Iron I think Man, he's yeah. just floating. I don't. Yeah, think but he why? Can, why? I think his ship's why, dead. Yeah, but why did he start? Surely a man of that caliber would have. Calculated that he would have enough oxygen for so long. He might as well have just stayed, stayed, stayed on Titan and then got Nebula to send like some signal down to. She must be able to contact someone down on Earth. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just throwing it out there. Depends how far Titan is from. True, and his mask does seem a little bit fucked up in this. So maybe he's taken some parts out and tried to fix the ship a little bit. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. Obviously, he's trying to get back to Earth, but mm. I thought that was sick. Right, hold on. This the bit where he's got the this suit and the farmer. Yeah, that's like really. That's... Someone, <laughs> someone tweeted saying, um, "Oh, is that so? Like Thanos's plan was executed so well that they retired his jersey." But that's 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 from that's a take from the comic, I think. Yeah, I that's think a direct he, link he, to he put, yeah, Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, he, he puts it up when he's done and mm. stuff. So is that Thanos putting his armor just to store it, or is that symbolic of? Symbolic of him, he's he's he's, like he's done his job. Isn't he's it? done his job. He's it's a scarecrow. Oh yeah, but it kind of also looks like a crucifix. crucifix true. Um, but then, if you watch the next scene, so yeah, okay, which what's... is 
So he's just walking, but he looks like he's got the gauntlet on. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing, yeah. It does look like he's got the gauntlet on. But you can't really tell. Yeah, it, looks it would be pretty so fucked up. I won't, I won't mention anything I saw from the synopsis. Right, so fucked up gauntlet. Then we go on to... Oh, no, I can't say it because it's part of the synopsis I read. Don't. Oh, no. carry why, on. Do you, why do you read, why do you read this? Yeah. You just ruined so, it. I, just, I was just curious. <laughs> like, what, what's... Have they released an official synopsis? No, it's just someone who put it out there. But and this be... was before the trailer was Yeah, released. to be fair, they got like one thing right in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after, after we see Thanos, we then go to the Avengers HQ where Scarlet Witch... Uh, sorry, no, what's her name? Black, Black Widow. Widow and uh, Cap- Captain America. Beardless Cap. Cap- Scarlet Witch died, didn't you? Scarlet Witch died. Yeah. yeah. Beardless Cap. Obi prefers bearded. Thor, Thor is fucked off. <laughs> you can tell Thor is pissed off. Because he, he, he knows. He knows. Should have gone for the head. Yeah, he's got it in his head. He's like, should have gone for the head. But also, the uh, directors came out and said that if um, Peter Quill hadn't punched Thanos in the face, they would have taken the gauntlet off him. Off yeah. Thanos. Well, but then, okay, well, okay, if that's the case, that. what the fuck was Doctor Strange chatting shit about then? Uh, Doctor Strange like, obviously I saw 14 seen, million different worries. You might have seen, they, they could have gotten the gauntlet off him and then something else could have happened. Yeah, yeah. You know. Nebula got it and then been like, yeah. <laughs> so, But, um, shit. Yeah, I was saying, I prefer Cap for the beard. I feel like when he was in, uh, what should we call it? When in Infinity War, looked nice and rugged. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I like, I like, I like, yeah. This, this is a Cap that don't give a fuck. I like, I prefer this Cap. But I suppose now he's back at the Avengers HQ, maybe he's got to like, keep up. He's got to be clean. There's probably an abundance of shaving products now. Well, half yeah, I was, g- was going to say, when he was on the run, he probably wasn't thinking about his beard. Like, exactly. Although it was yeah. very well maintained. Yeah, yeah. So we don't see anyone in this trailer that we don't already, you know, that, that quote unquote died in the last one, right? Well, we only see them in. Uh, hologram, yeah. which is you know who they think is dead. So yeah. we've got Ant Man, which later in the trailer, because obviously they don't know where Ant Man is, so they assume he's died. Yeah. We've got Shuri, yeah, um, which was which was one that was never confirmed in That's Infinity true. War. Yeah. Shuri uh, and Spider Man. I um, think it's good. I I think it's good that Shuri's dead because I think she was so intelligent she that is. she could have thrown a cut. Yeah, if she is, but you you'd assume as they as they finished the mission on. Wakanda, they would have found out who was alive and who was dead. I would have Did anyone from Black Panther survive? Um, yeah, his uh, the woman who played in The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so there's two two characters who survived. No, three characters who survived that we don't see in the trailer. That's War Machine, the lady you just who how do you say it again? Okoya. Okoya. and um, the little fox dude. Um, oh yeah, Rocket. Rocket. So they're the three characters that I think survived that we we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we but see. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, go on. I say we see Hawkeye. Yeah. Looking, looking menacing. AKA Ronan. Yeah. Ronan. Looking very menacing. Mate, so this is my question to you. Do you think he's gone off the rails because his family died from the click, or that his family died because like people just it's just anarchy everywhere because obviously mm-hmm. half the click. I think. Ah. Yeah, I think, and that's been officially called the decimation by the uh, Russos. What's been called the decimation? The snap. Oh, they call it decimation. Although decimation means to kill ten percent. And he goes 50. I've heard the snap. Yeah. Um, we well, can call it whatever he wants. So Hawkeye has ditched the bow and arrow, picked up a sword, and he's, yeah, the character is now called Ronin. And Sarah. it looked like he killed people on the ground. So yeah, he looks pretty badass. Do it. Um, Do it early. Become Green Arrow. <laughs> Do it. We also see Nebula. Um, and then, so. What was Nebula doing, though? She was like looking at something, and then she just stroked like a chair. Yeah, someone was sitting in it. Someone was sitting in it. Yeah, I think it was someone's shoulder. Actually, I don't think that hand was hers because she's quite 
robotic. Yeah. It didn't that hand didn't. One's move. robotic, one's not. I think. Is it? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Curious. But, so, mm. it didn't Black Widow... Maybe it's Pete Quill's dad, innit? The blue guy. Maybe he's still alive and he's just like... Yeah, maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe. Black Widow and Captain America talk about a plan, <clears throat> which Captain America says, you know, pretty much has to work. Yeah. What do no, we she, think... No, she says it will work. What do we think this plan well, is? Something to do with going back in time. Time travel. Yeah, time travel is key. But then I'd assume that they wouldn't have time travel until they've met Ant-Man. Yeah, but would Ant-Man have time travel? Can yeah, I have time travel? <clears throat> no, but he can do something with time because time was slower in the quantum realm, wasn't it? Or was it faster? I feel like it was one of the two. I don't know. No, no. Or it felt like it was longer for the person who was in it. Did I think, it? I think maybe, yeah. Because yeah. his mum, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, his mum comes back and is pretty much the age she should be. Okay, not his mum, but yes, okay. Yeah, the Wasp mum. Come on, mate. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Wasp mom, yeah. <laughs> but I'm wondering <laughs> how he manages to get out of it because obviously at the end of Ant-Man, he's stuck there. So, and I don't think he's smart enough to get himself out of there. Well, he, he, I wonder probably... if he is stuck though, because he got himself out originally through doing something. So they all they've done now is that they've made him more conscious when he's what in there. Because in the first movie, he goes into the quantum realm. He was never in the quantum realm. He just got really small and then clicked the button and got really big again. I'm pretty sure he went into quantum realm because that's why the wasp's dad was like, "You managed to do what my wife didn't do. Get back out." I'm pretty sure he went to quantum realm. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he he was there in the static and he saw like the 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 bacteria and like the microbes. Yeah. And then he heard his daughter's voice and then he he managed to click the button to make himself big again. Mm. So I, I'm gonna guess. I'd like to think that they have a a viable suit. If I'm right, I just assume they've got a viable suit where he can just go. Click. That makes the end of Ant Man two very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. True. true. I think. Is there a way that can Captain Marvel go like subatomic or does can the quantum realm become you know, can he kind of end up I, in another dimension? I, sort of I thing? would imagine he he probably harnessed the power that's inside the quantum realm that the Wolf's mum did. Maybe, but on another level. Possibly. Yeah. Or maybe they have a, like a fail safe now, where after thirty minutes he just automatically comes out. But then but it, again, it makes it pointless mm. having the like. <clears throat> did he have a rope attached to him when he went in? I can't remember. Don't we have the tiny fucking rope? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but as well, they they in. The comics they view the quantum realm as a different realm, so it's like Asgard or Dormammu's. Oh right, realm okay. In so I don't know if Captain Marvel would be able to go in there. Or is Wong still alive? You know, because um, oh, yeah. oh, he yeah. could portal maybe into maybe. it. Um, but anyway, we do see Ant Man at the end of this trailer, so we know that he does get out. Yeah. Um, we just don't know how. Yeah, but then he's like, yo, <laughs> buzz me in. Right. So he's evidently going to play a big part in this. Um, yeah, especially if he's got the quantum power. Mm. So I think it doesn't reveal too much. It doesn't, you know, we yeah. see one character that we didn't see in the last <laughs> film, um, but we kind of knew from publicity that he was going to be in it anyway. Mm. So, well, it doesn't really give too much away. It was pretty much it just perfect reveals the title Endgame. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was. It just got the hype, hype. but didn't really reveal anything. Perfect. Do you think, you know, because you were talking about they were supposed to release a, a Spider-Man Homecoming, um, Far From Home trailer. Is that actually, a good idea? Because if we whatever we see in that, we know is going to happen after this film. Well, I just don't think they should have announced that there was a Spider. They should have done an untitled. It's hard, isn't it? Because I would have personally. Preferred they put an untitled Marvel film all the yeah. way up until Avengers finished. Yeah. And then we're like, 
It's Spider-Man. But then you've got so much publicity you around you. need promo, you. though. Cause yeah. The thing, cause the, the do they? Do, well, they, do they, Marvel they, need promo? They probably do. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, they probably do. Because For Spider-Man, they do, I think. I think, because like, like, you can't leave it two months ago. Yeah, we're bringing out this film in two months. I think if, they just dropped, if they just dropped a film, everyone would be like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, you know, like when Beyonce uh, drops a random is, album. The, the, yeah. the problem is, the problem I have with Marvel, what, what they've done, is that, first of all, you didn't need a film a month after Avengers. It's just not even necessary. As much as I love it, you don't need it. Especially when you've got so many different things that you're, like, question marking. Yeah. They could have had it in, like, July, August time and just brought out the film. But then, on the flip side, whatever they do... It is in July, isn't it? It was here in the US. It came out in, like, a month or two after oh. Infinity War. But, like, so... I think the problem you've got is that whatever they do to hide the fact that if they put an untitled Marvel film out mm. and just said it's an untitled one, you're going to find out anyway. Because I've seen so many promo photos just posting all over the internet of the Spider-Man, different spider suits, different villains. Yeah. Like, We know the villain's going to be Mysterio. True, but it might not be... It might, yeah, I was going to say, it might not be the only one. Um, to, to do with all stuff posted on the internet, I did see one picture of Gwyneth Paltrow in what looked like an iron suit. Oh, okay. Because she does kind of wear one in Iron Man 3, doesn't she? Oh, imagine if she saved Tony Stark. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? She coming into space like... Oh. <laughs> Wednesday, innit? Come on, Wednesday. Or was it Tuesday? I can't remember. They Tuesday. definitely have a character called Salt and they could team up and be Salt and Pepper. Oh, wow. Jesus. Well... Push <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you think the uh, general's still alive? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't really care, to be honest. No, I don't oh. fuck I reckon the promo for Spider-Man Far From Home will probably not feature Spider-Man. I think it will probably be, you know... I think you're wrong. Introducing... <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Not all the way, but at least, you know, for a good part of it. I think putting it in... Putting that promo for Spider-Man, not having Spider-Man in it, is pointless because we know he's going... Everyone knows he's going to be in it. So you might as well just put it in it. But, I mean, I guess theoretically, as you probably know when you... Tell us about Into the Spider Verse, mm. but Spider Man is not necessarily Peter Parker, so they could do have they Miles Morales. You, you, me, Chris, Joe, <laughs> everyone in this room knows they're not going to do that, so it'd be pointless. Um, they might, they won't. It'd be pointless uh, speculation. Fair enough. If they do, I'll give you fifty pounds. <laughs> okay, that's how much I believe they won't do it. Do, it. do I have to give you fifty pounds if they don't? No. That's how, that's how much I believe they won't do it. I know. I, I mean, it's a win-win for me, either way, to be honest. Um, okay, well, do you want to... That's a nice little segue into Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, you're going to not spoil this, yeah. uh, seeing as two of us are seeing it later on. Mm-hmm. But uh, give us a quick rundown of, of Sony's Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, yeah, so this is basically an origin story for Miles Morales, as we've seen. And he um, becomes um, Spider-Man. The as the Peter Parker in his universe dies, unfortunately, that's not a spoiler because we know that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, as he's um, as he's trying to uh, figure out how he's gonna do this and become Spider Man, he's met by another Peter Parker and a whole load of other Spider people, um, Spider creatures, and they all team up to stop um, to try to stop Kingpin. All oh, right. Yeah, who's um, causing a bit of havoc. But there's a there's there's motive behind his madness, which I kind of which please I tell of me he's voiced by Vincent D'Onofrio. No, it's not. Oh, I recognize the voice. I recognize the voice, but I can't remember who it was. But um, yeah. So 
yeah, they're trying to stop him from um, destroying New York, basically. Okay. But it is a decent film. Uh, no, no, it's a good film. I like. I really liked it. Um, I don't think it's the because I was told by well, not told, but I saw several people say they think it's the best animated film of the year. Best. No, some people, someone said it's the best superhero film ever. Yeah, I've seen lots of hyperbole. Really? Someone I heard someone say it was the best superhero film ever. Wow. I've seen so much hyperbole about this. Yeah. And Five like, stars all round. Yeah, best like, animated best, film. Best, I don't even, best I'm not even sure if it's the best Spider-Man film we've ever seen. Personally. Okay. But it is good. It's funny. Um, they use the... the I, I love the way like the animation the animation was the done. The comic book style. But one thing that really annoys me is that... Um, so one of the characters is called Penny Parker, I believe. And she's like... A Japanese girl from like the year 3000 or something like that and they've done her um <laughs> sorry I just thought some busted lines in my head literally <laughs> I, was, I was not much has changed but they live underwater um so yeah but her and she's I think she's pretty sure she's Japanese and her anim, her her style of animation is, is anime basically okay and it annoys me it annoyed me because it didn't fit with everyone else's it looked completely different to everyone else's style but that's never here nor there really it was, Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, that's all different. The all different Spider Man. So we see um, uh, Peter Porker, <laughs> <laughs> um, aka Spider Pig. Yeah, uh, Spider Pig. Spider Pig. Um, Spider Noir. I don't know his actual name, but the black and white geezer. Yeah, he's cool. And yeah, and then obviously regional Peter Parker. They all team up and they all kind of try and like help Miles um, become a better Spider Man. Although they don't, he he kind of does that on his own. Really. Okay. No, it's not, it wasn't really much of a team effort, I'm not gonna lie. But yeah. and um, yeah, they, they did this style where basically um, at points they made it very comic booky. So like he'd be thinking in his head, and the thought would pop up, pop up as if it was like a comic book strip sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. And yeah, um, I like the music. The music in it was really good as well. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Until I saw the trailer the other day, I forgot that he had he has the extra abilities of like going invisible when yeah, he's scared, yeah, yeah. or he can zap someone. He can zap, yeah, yeah, he can zap, like, yeah. They're like fail safes, aren't they? Like mm. whenever he's in danger, mm-hmm. like a he's like almost a different type of spider bit that he's yeah. been bitten by. I think they've all they've all got. Well, yeah, you can tell that like the spider that he gets bitten by is like some like weird version of the Peter Parker Spider Man. Spider. So they've already announced a sequel to this. I was going to say, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, and also they want to do a spin-off featuring Spider-Women or spider female Spider. Cool. Yeah. So like Spider-Gwen and I, like, I don't oh, know yeah. who else is. Yeah, there was, there's a little... Um... <laughs> oh, do you know what, I can't tell you because the, the, I think the post-credits is really funny. But I, oh, How many are there, just so we know? There is... When are you seeing it? There's one. Probably Friday. Oh. There's one in the middle and one, one right at the end. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But the, the the one right at the end, I think, was hilarious. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's a good it's a good film. I think that I feel I feel personally that I I bought Miles Morales's connection with uh, Peter Parker, but not as much with everybody else. Okay. Um, and there was one particular that Spider Noir, whatever the fuck his name. He says a line uh, near the end of the film, and I was like, I don't really, I don't quite buy that per, based on what I've seen in this film, but. You know, for the state. Do you feel like it should have just been about Miles Morales? No, I like I like the way they did it because it's one thing um, that I like about it is that like it's kind of like they show in the film they don't just show his origin they kind of show other people's origins as well. Um, there's another character who uh, Miles has a particularly close relationship with that I didn't quite feel like I got closure with it towards the end of the film. Okay, but you know, it is what it is. I don't know whether I should ask this and ruin it. Does the original Peter Parker, who's dead, have powers? What do you mean? 
Well, the Peter Parker who's been the mentor to Miles Morales, I assume. Yeah, that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. He is, yeah, okay. Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man exists in yeah. Miles Morales' universe. And then I wanted to know, the one from year 3000, mm-hmm. uh, does she know of Peter Parker Spider-Man or Miles Morales Spider-Man? No. No, okay. No. But their great-great-great-granddaughter is pretty fine. Um, so from Spider-Verse... <laughs> yeah, it's a good film. To, uh, from Spider-Verse... Incredible is better, sorry. Oh. From Spider-Verse to Spider's Web. Oh. What a segue, decent, mate. Decent segue. Do you want to talk about Girl and Spider's Web? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Girl and Spider's Web. I thought you were going to be like, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not great, but it's, mm. it's all right. Um, so yeah, sequel to Girl with Dragon Tattoo. Um, it is stars, uh, what's her face? Claire Foy. Claire Foy instead of whatever. Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara, that's the one. See, you're so clever. And what, Claire Foy, in, as in the woman who was doing that like royal show on The, the Crown. Crown. Yeah. Oh, the Crown, yeah. yeah. Okay. She's, like, she's done at least three big films this year she's working hard yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah so she she's um, Lisbeth and um, Daniel Craig is out as Mikhail and they've got in some other geezer which I'm more comfortable with because this guy's way closer to um, Claire Foy's age whereas Daniel Craig was like 20 years older than uh, yeah I was like this is weird but then, <laughs> but then it annoys me because obviously like I'm seeing this film and it's supposed to be like, I don't know, three or four years later and this guy looks about 15 years younger than Daniel Craig and it doesn't really... Doesn't really oh, so they actually like yeah, make yeah. reference to the... Mm-hmm. Oh, to right. The previously, they say like, it's been... Um, so like, with uh, Mikhail, his thing is like, he they've got a new... Um, someone, someone new's taken over the newspaper and he's stopped writing um, and his... I can't remember, his editor, you know, the one he's sleeping with, yeah. um, she like says to him, um, the only thing you've written in the past three years is um, the story um, that which the girl with the dragon tattoo helped you um, put together and then you wrote about her. Those are the only two stories you've done in the past like three years or whatever. And he's like, mm, I know, I know. And then, so yeah, Lisbeth has become a vigilante and base, and she's, oh, sorry, no, let me start with the film start. So it's Lisbeth and her older sister, I'm assuming, because she's taller than her. They're like playing chess and whatnot. And there's literally two girls sitting there and then the spider starts doing a web. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit on the nose, but fair enough. Oh, right. Like, they, done, they, they did that at least like three times. In the really? Movie. I was like, yeah, it's so on the nose. I was like, oh, fair enough. And uh, yeah, so it looks like, I think it, their dad is like, he's some sort of crime crime boss. Um, there's some naked woman running around. I'm not sure if she was a prosy or not, but whatever. <laughs> and um, the, two, the two girls get called into the dad's room. And the dad's like, oh, like, come here to both of them. Um, and the dad, you can tell the dad, Peter, and um, he's about to, <laughs> he's about to rape uh, the older one because the older one go. The, the dad's like, yeah, yeah, come here. Elizabeth stays there. The guy, the older one goes there, and then he's like, do you want to play a game or something like that? And Elizabeth's like, like nah. Grabs her sister, runs back into their room, and uh, runs up to the balcony. She's like, there's like snow everywhere and stuff like that, and then. Um, the dad comes into their room and he's like saying like come here sort of thing the older one goes to him and Elizabeth just jumps off the fucking balcony because she's like oh, this ain't. <laughs> I'm not getting I'm not getting raped and whatever and she like slides down the snow runs off and obviously does her start her own life which makes sense to me now because she said in the first film that she tried to kill her father by setting him on fire or something like that oh, okay. so now I get it I understand why she did that it's cool so yeah skip to 20 odd years later so she just left her sister behind yeah right Okay. I mean yeah I mean yeah to be fair that is a point that she brings up in the film she does set the old sister does like is like you left me kind of thing. yeah but then one she was a child child yeah 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 and two 
she tried to drag sorry she tried to drag you with her and, and you were like nah and she ran and away, you, you yeah. actively she, she was uh, Elizabeth says you chose him she actively walked towards the dad even though she's probably smart enough to well if Elizabeth was smart enough and this girl was yeah. smart enough to know well, well, so then she just jumped on the thing and was like yeah bye yeah 20 years later um, Elizabeth is a vigilante basically she's like dressed up the green hour it's quite funny actually and she is helping women who have been hurt by men basically so like domestic domestic violence you know that sort of thing and you see her rescue this one woman whose husband was fucking her up and this guy's like a successful businessman and she transfers all of his money to uh, the wife's account and the accounts of I think two prostitutes that the guy beat up or something like that and um, she gets like um, excuse me she gets like texts and stuff from people asking like to do jobs and can you do can you help me with this can you help this woman blah 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 and um, she gets a she gets a text from a man, a scientist, who's played by... You know that guy who's in that show? He was in that show with Ricky Gervais and Carl... Stephen Merchant. Steve Merchant. Is Steve Merchant? Yeah. Really tall. tall guy, He's yeah, also yeah. Wolverine as that dying yeah. Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. So, yeah. And this guy's like... He's like a super smart scientist. He says, I've created this um, program or machine that could basically could control other warheads from all over the planet. Um, and he made it for the NSA. And he's saying that basically what he made is too powerful and he needs to get it back so he can destroy it because if it falls into the yeah. right hands, he can do whatever, whatever. She's like, okay, I can do that. And then she steals the program and then, but she can't um, unlock it because the password is only known by this uh, scientist girl and his son. <clears throat> and then we see um, the NSA, the NSA people and they've realised obviously that their program's just been stolen. So the, that, the guy who created that program um, runs off to Sweden to try and like you know like get it back or kill somebody to get it back or whatever whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's basically just becomes a cat and mouse. So like some unknown gangsters who we don't know come into Elizabeth's house, blow it up, try to kill her. They obviously don't they don't succeed and they steal the program, but because they don't know who um, how to open it, they then go after um, the guy, the scientist and his son who will know how to open it. So then she, Elizabeth has to go and protect them, but she's too late. They kill the dad. Um, they take the son. So then she runs off, tries to chase the son, gets hold of him. And then um, as she manages to get away from this mob of people, she's her sister across the bridge. Obviously, she hasn't seen her sister in like 20 something years or whatever. Um, so she's like, oh shit, that sort of thing. And yeah, she asks Mikhail for some help and they help the, try and protect the kid and stuff like that. And they find that the kid's like super smart. I don't know if he's like, got some sort of something wrong with him but he was like a like a genius basically and he knew all the answers to all the the passwords for the um for the uh the, whatever the fuck it is yeah and um what else happens so then this nsa agent is running after and chasing the trying to find Lisbeth to try and get his um his program back and the swedish government stop him and they say like you've got no like jurisdiction here um, we'll handle it you know it's all, it's all under our control if you try and stop uh, stop it yourself or arrest you blah blah they end up arresting him um, but Elizabeth, Elizabeth breaks him out later and um, the woman the sorry they find out that um, everyone like who's involved in this mob has got like some sort of spy, like a spider tattooed on their on their thing so they're part of a gang which is called the spiders the spiders are run were run by Elizabeth's dad but then he died so now uh, the sister's taken over, so she's like the head of that gang. So they manage to capture the boy, and they take him. They take her to this house. Meanwhile, Elizabeth breaks um, the NSA agent out of uh, prison, and then they go and try and find 
the boy so they can obviously get him back to his mum because he's like scared shitless. But why is Lisbeth and the NSA agent helping? Because if the NSA are probably against Lisbeth, right? Yeah, but then he realizes that Lisbeth is trying to get the trying to get the program back to stop them to stop these mobsters from using it. So he thinks that once um, once they um, get rid of these um, mobsters, that she'll give him the program back and he can, oh, okay. back, and he can go back to America. Right. Um, where was I? Uh, yeah, so they're in the, like, the safe house or whatever. I oh, know the, the house that they're in that they take the boy to is the house that Elizabeth and her sister grew up in. And um, they're basically they're torturing um, Lisbeth, and they they put her in like some like like latex suit thing that like basically suffocates you, and the girls like basically saying to her like what Chris said earlier like you left me like I had to deal with what my what our dad did to me for every day for sixteen years blah blah blah, and obviously she like obviously hurt she's a bit crazy so then she actually says you can die now sort of thing. I think. And then, as they're doing that, um, Elizabeth gets into a... No, no, sorry, so she's captured at this point, and her, the, her team, so she's got, like, another hacker who's helping her, and basically he gets him and the NSA agent, um, they start sniping people through the building and killing them all off one by one by one. And Elizabeth manages to break out of this suit. I don't know how she did it. She, like, I mean, she just expanded it over as bears and then just ripped the thing out, and then she managed to get out. And then all the NSA agents die. The little kid... Um, kills one of uh one of the main agents who was like um Lisbeth's dad's like best mate or whatever he managed he might he kills them by stabbing him with some injection thing and then he dies and then uh they grab the kid and fuck off and then um what's it so Lisbeth's uh, sister still got the program so she's dri- driving off and then as she's being driven driven by someone as they're driving off um they uh, crash into a tree and then Elizabeth comes and sees that the car's empty, but there's blood everywhere. The sister's running off, and then she sees her sister, and they're both on the edge of a cliff, and they are like a little, you know, heart to heart, you left me, why did you leave me? You saved all these women, but you couldn't save me, why didn't you try and save me? She said, I couldn't, you chose him, blah, blah. I think she says, I think she says she's sorry, but I'm not sure, I can't really remember. And then the, the sister's like, Ugh, and just like drops the fucking program and jumps off the cliff. So it kind of like... Uh, full circle yeah so it shows from when when Elizabeth jumps off the cliff and survived she jumps off the cliff and dies and yeah and then she gets the and then you see the NSA agent come in to find the program and he's like yes I've got it back sort of thing and then he opens up the laptop and looks at it and it sees it's been deleted she's deleted the thing because she said like this is what the doctor wanted before he died so this is what I've done and um, yeah that's pretty much it sounds a bit like thrillery Jason Bourne it was like... very yeah it was, but it was quite it, I felt like it was quite generic and I kind of knew where it was going from Maybe about 10, 15 minutes in. Oh, okay. Which I don't mind because I was saying to... I can't remember who I was saying to. Maybe one of you lot. It might have been Ollie. That I feel like we do need more just like, you know, like um, espionage, spy type films with like women because we don't really get many of them. That's why I kind of wanted to see it because I heard that it was basically like a spy thriller. And I was like, you don't get many women starring in this. So I would like to see one. And it was decent. It was all right. I think I prefer the first one because I felt the first one was more like a mystery, like who killed uh, the the guy's daughter, granddaughter. Blah, blah, blah. I preferred that. Because I didn't really know that was going, whereas yeah. this one I kind of knew where it was going. Was it, was it as graphic as the other one? <clears throat> it wasn't very graphic, this one, no. 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with knowing where a film's going, because like, Creed 2 was quite predictable. Yeah. But it's just like, whether by the end of it, you're like, actually, yeah, it earns that yeah. kind Was of that good, plot. by the way? Very yeah, good. really good, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a decent film. Decent film. Cool. I wouldn't go see it again, though. 
Cool. Yeah. Um, there is another book later on <laughs> so called The Girl Who Takes an Eye for an Eye, which is a terrible oh. title. What about The Hornet's Nest? Isn't there that one as well? There That's was the one, third one. So oh. there was one called, like, The Girl... Something to do with, who played with fire. Something to do with That's fire. That's the second one. Oh, okay. So, because at the end of this one, she burns down the house that um, her and her sister grew up in, and you're going to see her in front of like a fire. So I thought maybe that was a symbol, a symbol of. Mm. So what's the Hornets one then? Is that number four? Third one. So, so, the the fire? so there's second. three Swedish. So what's this one? Technically the fourth book. So oh, there's three okay. Swedish yeah. films. Yeah. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Girl Who Played with Fire, The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. The Americans remade the first one skipped the next two books and the fourth book which was not written by the same author because he died uh, it was called The Girl in the Spider's Web and then the fifth book is called The Girl Who Took an Eye for an Eye or some some terrible title like that um, yeah so w- if they made a sequel would you go and see it? yeah probably cool probably decent Chris has just reminded us that there was a very, very brief oh, yeah. Game, of, Game of Thrones <laughs> trailer. I completely forgot. How it's did not we... really a lot in it, though, is there? So, like, I still got it. Yeah. This yeah. is basically just like the riff, and then you see ice coming from the north, fire coming from the south. I love colliding. the fact that you nearly put an accent on that north bit there. The north. Uh, <laughs> this gas wouldn't be in trailer. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you said, interestingly... So that's basically it, isn't it? You just see you see a, a wolf, see a, wolf a, dragon, a dragon, and a lion, yeah. and then there's fire and ice, and then they come in the middle. And you said, interestingly, what if they build a wall? They're going to build a new wall with dragon glass. That's the that... only way you can stop a White Walker, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, well, how, how much dragon glass do you need? Well, if they can mix dragon fire with, I isn't don't know how they make. Isn't there somewhere that's got bare of it? Dragonstone. Oh, that's, yeah, where's that's, that? where, that's where. That's within... It's an island it's where Northern. Daenerys is from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I don't have enough to create. Well, wall. we won't know until we see the final season, Joe. <laughs> so. I mean, this wall is like thousands of miles long True. and several metres high. we've but... got a sick April, man, and May. Like, I know, it's going to be... I feel like building this wall... Um, if they do build a new wall, I feel like Bran will have something to do with it because <sighs> his like, Bran the builder was Bran the Builder, so I reckon they'll make that go for like... You know, and Bran just go and die, please. I like Bran, man. He, nice. gives, he gives little nuggets. Shit. He only gives us like, little nuggets from the park. He is I a like... nugget. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> I was waiting for one of you two to um, I thought it was more symbolising the, the series as a whole being called A Song of Ice and Fire, okay. the meeting in the middle. But I do think it's really interesting because it does turn into Dragonglass, so I thought it was really interesting. Like That would be the only way to stop the White Walkers mm. coming in. Mm. So, I yeah, cannot mm. wait. Was it six episodes? Yeah, six episodes, but they're all going to be like hour plus, I think. Yeah. Um, there was someone saying that they thought, based on that trailer, I'm not sure because I've only watched it like, a couple of times, so I might need to watch it again. But based on that, they thought that Cersei was going to like burn the whole city down. Well, that's what she what tried to do, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of series six. Yeah. Oh, such a good episode. Yeah, that was so good. That was the same episode where he killed himself. Yeah. Tommen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That episode, and I think before that episode was Battle of the Bastards. Those are the two. Yeah. Probably my two favorite episodes of Game of Thrones. I think. It was just like shock after shock, wasn't it? You've got like Marjorie dying, like yeah. bare people. Yeah, it was I, so good. It's like literally a series where you know no one is fucking safe. That's true. Mm. That's true. I, I actually quite like that mm. about it this season because obviously last I, I wasn't the biggest fan of season seven. Um, I thought it was very like made for TV yeah. rather than uh, based on the books. So obviously this season is going to be the same but at least we know there's a definitive ending. Because there was quite a few fake outs last season of like oh there's like two or maybe three points where I was like shit Jamie's going to die yeah. and it's like oh actually he's not is he? He's going to survive. It's, there's going to be some kind of like battle off between him and Cersei I reckon. I think he's going to kill Cersei. Yeah. Mm. Kingslayer isn't it? Or Queenslayer. Cersei True. kills Tyrion t- and then Jamie kills Cersei. Maybe it's like a Mexican standoff. It's human centipede, isn't it? Like, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, so at the end of Game of Thrones, when all's said and done, 
Who do you think's left standing on this? Who, who, who John got Snow the and Daenerys. The oh, nah, John Snow. That's and... too easy. Nah, John Snow and someone else. I don't think Daenerys. Is hopefully, either. hopefully it's a complete surprise because the whole this whole thing has been a complete. <laughs> Arya in it. She takes off her face mask and she's like, she's seen the Daenerys all the time. Oh, oh Ned my god! Stark, so, no, not Daenerys. Ned Stark somehow took the throne. <laughs> Game of Thrones to be confirmed as the greatest show of all time. <laughs> you only need one letter to make it go, innit? That's true. Oh, yeah, but it's I like this, this year the, the well, let, potential geo geo at wasn't even in the fucking Ballon d'Or, mate. So. What? Messi. What Messi came well, to? What yeah. weird segue? <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. Neymar wasn't even in the top ten or whatever. Was yeah, it? man. Um, Modric won it, didn't he? Huh? Modric won it. Yeah, yeah. That's such bullshit. Anyway, back to films. Chris, such bollocks. <laughs> Chris, you've seen uh, a new release, a new Netflix release. Do you want to talk us through Mowgli? Yeah, Mowgli. Um, Try not to. Well, I mean, it's based really on the Jungle Book, it, so it is I don't know how much you can spoil. That. It's like. Is there music in it? No. Oh. Uh, there's like dramatic like mm. running away music kind of thing but um, <laughs> there's no actual song and dance I'm pretty am I right in thinking there's an orangutan in Jungle Book? yeah, yeah. in the yeah. Disney one yeah. there ain't in this film mate so this oh. is based I believe this is based more on Rudyard Kipling's book I believe it the is Jungle as well. Book, so Disney kind of it's it's the same I can't quite remember the Jungle Book cartoon but it's like Mowgli's found in the forest by wolves no by oh. panther oh. oh what's his name Kal- I literally Kal- watched it this morning. To Chuck. Baloo's the bear. Baloo's the bear. No. Um, oh, God. Bashir or something like that. The it? Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. He finds it, put, presents to the wolves or wolf family. They take him in. There's a big like hoo-ha. And then uh, the lion, the tiger, who is called... Shere Khan. Shere Khan. I said it enough. Bloody hell. I forget that. Um, okay, so I'll, t- I'll, give you, I'll tell you something. Yeah, the graphics in this, the characters, the fur, amazing. Absolutely amazing. However... Shere Khan's face. Oh my god! I've seen the trailer. The faces are awful. So his face, no, so he, his his face is the only really bad one because it's so big compared to his body. It's like circular, and you're like, if you made his face smaller and more like coherent to his body size, you or not kind of that's not the right. Word. It would be look a lot better, but it basically does take the steps of the Jungle Book, but it's a bit more, I guess, violent. It's not. Mm. It's not too violent. It's not like all gory. It's like. Mm. He gets scratched. You see a bit of blood, kind of thing. It's like it's, yeah, um, realistic. I don't. There's not really much to say about it. There's there's a little bit extra that's not in the cartoon. Um, it gets a bit deep. <laughs> that's about it. That's all I can say, really. Like, what would you rate it? Because it doesn't sound like you've particularly enjoyed it. Six and a half. The animals talking. Yeah. Okay. So seven, seven and a half. Six and a half, oh, I'd right. say. So it's like Mowgli can understand the animals, mm. but I don't believe he can st- understand humans. Okay. I saw the trailer and I just thought the yeah the faces because I think they've motion captured it. It's literally the, so it's they literally look the like tiger. human faces. Mm. Sort no, of, really. no, no, it's literally the it's literally the tiger and okay. the bear. Blue is it blue? Blue. They've like really made him look a lot different to the cartoon. Like obviously they're not going to look like the cartoon, yeah. but and I and I remember the snake being a lot more sinister in the cartoon, but in this, it's almost like. A guru kind of not on. Yeah, the snake hypnotizes him at one point. Yeah. In the in the. the so yeah, so it's it's it doesn't follow the the traditional story to the T, but it is pretty much that linear story of. The Did you watch the version that came out a couple of years no, ago? No, I didn't. Okay, because so I, I really enjoyed that version. I, I want to so. watch it. No, I did. I don't get me wrong. I did enjoy this, but it was just the Jungle Book to me. It was it yeah. wasn't like 
and it's and like not to dismiss it, not to disgrace it, whatever. It's like the Lion King. When I see it in animation, I'm gonna be like, well, I've seen this. I like the cartoon. Okay, I've seen it again. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna be like. Personally, it's your favorite film, mate. You're gonna you're gonna fucking well. jizz everywhere. I know, <laughs> but like, come on. Did you feel like that when you watched it in video? No, but I feel it was different though, wasn't it? It was different. They gave you a whole like, new dynamic towards it. You like, I don't know. I suppose, I think, I get what you mean. The, the theatre one was fucking mm. epic, to be fair. Um, the theatre one was good. And it fucking better well have been because of the amount we spent on it. Fuck it, that was... I good. mean, every penny. <laughs> for me, the, it never, the theatre production never um, never reaches the heights of oh. the first. Okay, do you know what I've realised yet? Yeah? Do you know what I've realised yet? Yeah? After the two years of the podcast, yeah? yeah? You're very hard to please. You're very, very hard to please. Do you know what? Please. My girlfriend says that all the time. <laughs> it's true. You're so hard to please. I feel like, I feel like... I think I'm just ultra-critical. Like, I think you have quite high standards. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Which is fine. Ultra-critical. Anyway, I'll say um, that, that'll be up Mowgli because we've only got like half an hour, 40 yeah. minutes. Okay, well, Joe, let's hear from you. You've been watching The Last Kingdom. I watched The Last Kingdom, which is a Netflix original series. Mm. There's three seasons of it. Is it good? It's actually quite good, you know. Mm. What's it's, it about? It's set in medieval England when... So, Game of Thrones, okay. <laughs> kind of. So, basically, it's set when the Vikings have invaded... Oh, you love old... a Viking, mate, I do, don't I you? I do love a Viking, I do love a Viking. They've invaded um, Old England, which is broken up into Wessex, Mercia, Northumbria and East Anglia. And um, I'd imagine they've been there for quite a while because they've sort of settled in di- different encampments but it basically opens with a bunch of Saxons on a beach um, <clears throat> I don't know what they're doing they might be looking for something but they notice some Viking ships pulling into shore so they run back to their fortress um, basically get set up for battle which is when we're introduced to the main character of the series called U- well he's not called Uhtred straight away but his name is Uhtred I can't remember the original name but he gets re-baptised as Uhtred um, basically his dad is the king of this uh, keep or castle um, when the Vikings come Uhtred's dad and two other kings sort of come together to fight the Vikings they get murked because <laughs> they just rush into battle and then they get surrounded by Vikings. Mm. It, it got gory. People got stabbed in the neck. Decent. Decapitations. It was, Sounds lovely. Is it, it, is it 18 road? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I would imagine so because there's a, there's a lot of like violence. gory yeah. violence. Um, but yeah. Is there anyone naked in it? Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> There's a bit of tea, and I don't actually think you see any pain. No pain. I watch it then. I don't think you see any pain. What's tea you up? But no. Um, I guess this is the 69th episode, so uh... exactly. <laughs> hey, yeah, good point. Good point. Well done. But no, the the the, the, the last, last the last kingdom. But the Saxons lose the battle basically, and then Uhtred gets taken by the Vikings, mm. um, which is, w- and by the way, Vi- uh, Uhtred gets okay. taken when he, well, I assume he's like 10, 11, maybe 12, and then you get a time skip to when he's 19, 20, maybe a little bit older, mm. and now he's uh, Uhtred Ragnarsson, he's basically a Dane, um, wasn't there someone called Ragnar something in the other street? Ragnar Lothbrok in Vikings. Does Ragnar mean something? I, I think it's just like a typical Viking name. Um, but yeah, uh, he, Ragnar makes Uhtred Ragnarok his... Ragnar Rock as well. Ragnarok mm. as well. must mean something, sorry, go on. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Ragnar makes Uhtred his sort of adopted son. 
um, means a lot to him. And then there's another slave that got taken when the Vikings beat the Saxons. Her name was Breda. Mm. Um, and Uhtred and Breda sort of have a little romance going on. Okay. Ragnar basically pushes Uhtred and says, go fuck her, basically. They meet up at a lake, do the dirty business. Um, and then uh, the, the next morning, they see um, smoke coming from their village. And another band of Vikings have set fire to um, their homestead where they've been living. Uh, they've killed Ragnar. They've killed the mum. Was Ragnar, wait, was Ragnar the main character? No. Oh, sorry. no. It's Uhtred, isn't it? Uhtred is the main That's character, the yeah. So basically, they burnt down the village. Uh, and I think they're still in England at this point. I don't think they went back to Daneland. They say Daneland a lot, so I think, I'd assume they're Danish. Mm. Um, that leads Uhtred and Breda to go off on their own little adventure to try and find the people that burnt down the village, mm. um, which is when they basically get to a place it's Winchester mm. they go to but in the throughout the whole series they have a load of locations real locations but they they spell it out I'd assume how they used to be spelt so Winchester would was Wintercaster London is London and it's a load of which I thought was pretty cool that's quite a nice little they make reference to Sirencester because that was the old capital of England Sirencester mm. Um, I don't. What is that now? I don't know. That's yeah, what it's called, Sarah Sister. Oh, I I don't know. It was like the original capital of England. Was it? Yeah. Is what you've been saying this so this sort of thing said three seasons? So yeah, yeah, this is the first. Oh, this is the first season. This is the first season. Okay. Um, so basically, Uhtred meets up with uh, the king of Winchester, Alfred, who got into power by killing the the king who was his brother, and then basically fucking off the king's son Mm. Um, which is when Alfred sort of manipulates Uhtred into becoming Alfred's oath man Mm. which means he has to fight all his battles and do whatever the king says basically Um, and then yeah I can't really remember the rest of it like season one because it was a long time ago I watched it but Mm. fast forward to the third season uh, Alfred is dying um (coughs) <laughs> and Uhtred is basically outlawed because of some of the stuff he'd done in season one and season two. He killed a priest in a church, I think, which back then was against the law. You couldn't do that. I'm pretty sure you can't kill a priest well, in a church now. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure you can't kill anyone. No, but it was a lot worse back then yeah. than it might be. I think it's pretty bad now, still, but maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Just don't. Sorry. I've butchered the this a little bit, but <laughs> basically, it's a really good uh, show. I would probably give it an 8 out of 10, mm, and you should definitely watch if it. If you could sell it to me, Joe, in one sentence, what would you say? One sentence to sell it to me. Um, Don't have to be a coherent sentence. <laughs> uh, fighting uh, mystery, not mystery, mystery. Miss, mischief. Mischief. Ooh. Yeah. Bit mischief. Bit of titty. Bit of titty. No pee. 
Um, I ain't sold now. Tre- <laughs> I was sold until you told me that. Treachery that twists and. Ooh, treachery? I like yeah. the word you used to Joe's eating a thesaurus, man. And, treachery. Um, just what? all round. Uh, well rounded, basically. Are the, compar- are the obvious comparisons to Game of Thrones unfair? Yeah. Because Game of Thrones. There's no like, magic in this, right? No, there's yeah. no magic. Well, okay. they probably dislike they, magic. They had like witches and. Like seers and things yeah. like that, but yeah. there's no like real magic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's a pretty Fair good eight out of ten. By the way, Ragnar is the Nordic. Uh, it means goddess or or warrior. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Nice. Can I ask a quick question? So before we move on, any of you seen the trailer for that YouTube show called Wayne? No. No. I have heard of it. I haven't seen the trailer though. Okay. It looks interesting. I'm just saying. What's it, it, it about? It looks like basically it looks like an American version of End of the Fucking World. Oh. But in a good way, not in a bad way. Okay. I thought yeah, the end of the fucking world was American. No, it's British. It's British. Oh, sorry. I was thinking this is the end for some bizarre reason. Oh. I don't know why. But yeah, no, it looks alright. I, I was thinking, like, because obviously I can get, like, YouTube Premium for, like, a month. I might just uh, get it copied for a month. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And see what I can do. See what I can watch. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Um, well, from the end of the world, end of the fucking world, to the world's end, Chris. Oh yeah, I watched that last night. It's just it was, it was on. It was on TV. I did have a question actually, because obviously everyone in the Cornetto trilogy dismisses this film as the, Worst. the shit one. Yeah. To be fair, I is. I agree with that. Yeah. My question was, what's better, Shaun of the Dead, or Hot, Hot Fuzz? Shaun of the Dead. Oh, see, I I, I, I do enjoy Hot Fuzz. You haven't. Mm. You should watch it. You've not seen Shaun of the Dead? I haven't seen Hot Fuzz. Oh. I Hot Fuzz is good, I but I think Shaun of the Dead was just, it's so quotable. Mm. And I think, like, there's so many, like, every time I watch it, I notice little different things. Mm. And, like, there's a lot of homage to, like, zombie films, horror mm. films. And, yeah, I just think the way that even when, when, they're doing, when the music, they, like, pop to the music, you know, when they're doing the zombie yeah. dance and things like that. Edgar Wright, just the way that he constructs all yeah. those sorts of things I feel like really good. When I watched this film, I thought, it's, it's an okay film. It's not, it's not great. It's not bad. I just feel like it was so taken out of place from the other two films. Mm. It's so much darker and it's so much like... This is the one where they went to all the pubs. Yeah, they've got to do this 12 pub pub crawl yeah. and the main guy basically doesn't give a shit about yeah. his mates. He just wants to do the pub. Well, he wants them with him when he does the pub crawl yeah. and when all shit hits the fan, he still wants to finish the pub crawl yeah. and then it gets proper deep and there's a bit where he's like been hurting himself and been going to A&E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- and what's it called? Yeah. No, AA. AA meetings. Oh. <laughs> but he's like, I'd rather be drunk and enjoy my life, kind of blah, blah, blah. And then the ending's pretty bollocks as well, where they <laughs> managed to win. So, yeah, I mean, I won't say too much about it, because we've all seen it. It's probably one more one from the archives. Um, yeah. Because, but it is, isn't it? Like, it's, it's a, just a, it's a guy when... gets his mates together, mm. the classic characters from the films. Yeah. The first Are two... These... Sorry, sorry again. Are these um, films... They're Ooh. not related. Oh, they're not. No, oh, okay. but Apart they're just part. The they're just part of the Cornetto trilogy. So in every I... film, they have a Cornetto. Well, they don't no. have one in this one. You just they see, see a the Cornetto mint wrapper in this one at the end. Oh, which again it was that bit it disappointing. Hits the f- it hits the fence, and he's like, "Ooh," and then because he's because the one of the main guys at the end when they in quotes win don't really win. No. Um, he sees a Cornetto wrapper hit the fence where he's like been farming, mm. and then. Yeah, I just think like it's it's a shame that the first two films are so good in this yeah. part, and the third one, which you know to round off the trilogy, is they just quite literally could have thrown Paul in as the third one, and everyone would have been fucking loving life. Yeah, I remember enjoying Paul, mm. um, not quite so much as the Hot other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead. Um, yeah. So that's all I'll say from that one. It's a basically it's a pub crawl with some mates. The mates have all got their life by this one mate. Mm. 
they soon realise that there's something wrong with the town. They seem to be like kind of robot people. And then they just go on this little adventure. Through the they, One of the guys has a plan that they should continue the pub crawl so no one notices them. Later they get noticed, but the people, the robots say to them, like, if you carry on, just ignore us, we're, we're okay. And then obviously they don't, and they start, shit hits the fan. I feel like maybe because the first two were parodying certain genres of films. Yeah. Like, first one was obviously that zombie horror, and then the second one was like a police procedural, film. yeah, mm-hmm. like buddy cop. Yeah. This one I don't feel like was pastiching anything. It was just more like solid plot I don't remember it being as funny no it wasn't it wasn't um, 100% wasn't which is a shame but anyway we should talk about more other things that are better than this anyway. okay <laughs> well I have seen two things this week neither of which are recent um, oh. but I watched a film called Man on the Moon um, so remember earlier this year uh, there was a documentary I watched with Jim Carrey about his performance as Andy Kaufman yeah. in Man on the Moon. Yes, because I also watched it, yes. Yeah, that was a really interesting documentary, mm. like how Jim Carrey... Is this Carrey... the film that he portrayed yeah. it in? I bet it's... it was crap. No. Oh, it was, was good? Really, okay. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so Jim Carrey plays Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman's a real-life person. He was... Um, people call him a comedian, but Andy Kaufman called himself an entertainer or a song and dance man. He said, I don't do comedy, but he just tries to make people entertained. Um, he was very much, from what I understand of this film and brief research afterwards, Andy Kaufman was a pretty much like anti-joke person. He was basically just trying to try different things to, like really out there. He, you know, one of his acts was to stand, like to put a piece of music on, to stand completely still and then mime one lyric of it. And like, it's just like, you know, it's not your typical telling jokes or anything. He, I'd have he, to go down. People seem to enjoy it. He was on Saturday Night Live and things like that. And he'd do like weird voices. Um, you know, he had this like, uh, f- he was called the foreign man. He'd put this like, really voice like this, you know, like, uh-huh. and people found it hilarious in the seventies and stuff. Um, he also had a, a part, uh, a little gag where he, he basically went on like chat shows and was like incredibly sexist and said, oh yeah, could beat any woman up I want and would like wrestle with them and then started wrestling with actual wrestlers like male wrestlers um and so I mean, he basically like conduct con concoct all of these like little plans and people were never really sure whether they were real or if it was the just a hoax match was the big one wasn't it yeah so like people were like is he really like sexist and fighting with these people or is he doing it just as a hoax or like as a performance art piece um <laughs> So, Man on the Moon basically is about Andy Kaufman's life. He died aged 35, um, so he had a relatively short life, but this is basically... Uh, he had lung cancer, um, which is another interesting point I want to talk about. But um, So, yeah, Jim Carrey puts in a really good performance. Um, Too right, bloody went full in for full, that, didn't like, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he went deep into that role. Yeah, um, yeah and... Uh, yeah, so it was it was... I don't think this film's necessarily a comedy because, again, like, if Andy Kaufman didn't consider himself a comedian, like, this film has funny moments, but what I found most interesting about it, having watched the documentary, is how Jim Carrey's performance was, like, how he encapsulates all the different parts of Andy Kaufman. Like, Andy Kaufman had a character called Tony Clifton Mm. that he would portray as this Vegas lounge singer. Um, And, like, you know, he he would make it known that well, he would try and convince people that Tony Clifton was a completely different person. Mm. 
and he would occasionally get some of his friends to dress up as Tony Clifton and then make appearances as Andy Kaufman so that people were even more confused as to who this person was. Um, so I just thought it was a really interesting kind of insight. Um, they make a point at the beginning of the film to say that, you know, certain aspects of his life have been rejigged for dramatic effect, which I was like, okay, cool, because that really pissed me off in Bohemian Rhapsody when they're kind of twisting things, that real-life events, just for just for drama. Um, this was a really entertaining film, um, probably more so because I've seen the documentary. I think if you watch them, you know, yeah. one after the other or, you know, within short distance of one another, you'll really get the full impact of both, uh, you know, the whole performance and behind the scenes. Mm. Um, but so one of the things that this film kind of explores is that fact that when Andy Kaufman revealed he had cancer, everyone thought it was a hoax. So everyone was like, oh, this is great. This is your next performance piece, you know. And he was like, no, no, I've generally got cancer. Mm. Um, and even after he died, the Tony Clifton character would continue to perform. Mm. Um, and in the film, Tony Clifton sings, I Will Survive. Um, and then they're like, oh, where's Andy? And they're like, well, if you've got a spade and dig six feet under, you'll find him, sort of thing. So there's still like a whole team of people that are kind of keeping this mystery al like alive whether he faked his own death and even in as close uh, as close as 2014 his ex well his wid he's not a wid widow because they weren't married but his partner who survived him and his manager both said that he had faked his death and was going to come back but the date they gave he kind of missed a bit like Tupac really so uh, yeah it was just really interesting um, I would recommend the documentary and the film uh, Man on the Moon and mm -hmm. I might the, watch that actually. I think the documentary is called Jim and Andy the Great Beyond. Yeah. Um, but if you know the REM song Man on the Moon or the Great Beyond, then they wrote it about Andy Kaufman oh, really? and they did the music for this film. I think they said Isn't that. Is there another John song called Man on the Moon? We'll make them up. Um, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Oh yeah, that's probably I'm Um, and then uh, the second film I watched yesterday was called Prisoners. So this is a Denny Villeneuve film with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Mm. Um, so it's recent. Sorry came out in like 2013. Okay. It's long, it's two and a half hours, but it's really good. So I like Denis Villeneuve from like Arrival. Good films, yeah. I know, right. Not to, I'm so hard to please. Um, he did Blade Runner 2049, he did Arrival. Um, yeah, so this is basically a abduction thriller. Mm. So Hugh Jackman plays the father um, and Terence Howard plays his friend okay. uh, Viola Davis is also in it um, so it's really good cast um, so both of their daughters go missing they're like seven or something is but, this Hugh Jackman in Tarzan? yeah okay. so their daughters go missing and Jake Gyllenhaal plays the cop who tries to kind of find them like they make a point of saying you know you've found everybody that you've ever had been assigned to you so then there's a suspect right at the beginning played by a guy called Paul Dano um, and Hugh Jackman is like convinced that he took their daughters. Mm. So, interesting enough, he kidnaps him and keeps him locked up in a, an apartment and like basically like tortures him. He's like, "Where's my daughters?" But this guy's very simple. He's like, he's like, I don't know, I don't, you know, like he's just got no IQ sort of thing. Mm. So there's an interesting parallel of like their daughters are prisoners, but also he's keeping the suspect a prisoner. Um, <coughs> Do you ever see the daughters? Uh, well, I don't know because I want you guys to watch it because it's really good. I'm, what's it called again? I'm going to watch it. Prisoners. 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 So I'm not going to spoil is it. Is it on Netflix or anything? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, cool. It is two and a half hours, but I think 
it fills out that two and a half hours really well. Mm-hmm. So there's it's quite complex. Um, there's like lots of twists and turns, and um, it's just really interesting how obviously you have got Hugh Jackman saying to the prisoner that he's captured, like, "Where are my daughters? You know, you need to show me your daughter." And, and but then obviously, like this guy's got his aunt is like, "Well, he's my 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 nephew. My nephew's missing." Um, and then it's just a weird kind of hypocrisy there. Mm. Um, yeah, really good. Very dark. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Jake Gyllenhaal in pretty much everything. He's, actor, yeah. He's so good. And he looked proper ream in this mm. as well. Um, yeah, good performance <laughs> all around. Like, because Hugh Jackman is pretty much... I would say he's a villain in this, to be honest. Okay. Because, you know, his actions are pretty tough to reconcile. Yeah. Um, there's, a, yeah, lots of famous people in this. You'll recognise Dylan Minnette from 13 Reasons Why. Okay. Um, yeah, I would... I want you guys to watch it. We can talk about it in cool. spoiler detail, I'll but yeah, um, very good. I don't know what else you had on the list, but I don't know. Did we talk about anything like Golden Golden Globes? Anything? We haven't. Any noteworthy Golden Globes things? We've well, the Golden Globes nominations came out this week. Um, for I don't like the way Golden Globes do it because they do best picture drama, best picture musical comedy. I thought they're two very there's there's other genres for me. Like, where does horror fit in? Is that drama? Mm. You know, like, it's... I don't know. I, I find that very Even odd like action film. I know action is probably not going to win Best Picture, but you can't yeah. fit that into a drama or a comedy. Mm. But for the... I can't remember which one to say fit into, but there's been quite a diverse range of films that um, have been nominated. So you've got Crazy Rich Asians, which I assume would be comedy. I didn't see that. Um, Black Klansman, which would they put that in comedy or drama? Um, Black Panther... So there's quite a few, you know, good films. Um, also, in the music category, you got Shallow, which is going to run away. It's a definitely going to win. Um, and All the Stars by Scissor and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, so um, I can get the full list up. We've got a few minutes. That's right, I said um, 22, so... Okay. Oh, it's you, actually, who's got the... Yeah, that's fine. Timing. Uh, let me just see. Golden Globes 2019. So, we have full list of nominees... Best Motion Picture Drama, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beale Street Could Talk, which, really is, want to see that. which is the one from the director of Moonlight, mm. um, and A Star Is Born. Nice. Ooh. A Star Is Born. Actually. Hits me right in the foot that film. Do you know what? I'm really fucked off about that. <laughs> because A Star Is Born has been put into the drama category and not the musical or comedy category. It's not a musical, it though. It is a musical. No, it's... Nah, it's based. Oh, it's, it's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's based on music. Chris, I don't yeah. call that a musical. There's music, there's music true, in it, but, but it's not a musical. But you could make an argument. Like, for Eight it. Mile ain't a musical. It's based on music. Uh, what's the other one? Straight out content. Straight ain't a musical. Notorious. It's based on music. High school musical is a, is a musical. Yeah, high school musical is a musical. <laughs> true, but it could be musical. Would you say that Pitch Perfect's a musical? Yeah. That from shit, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> La La Land musical. La La they musical. just integrate music unnecessarily yeah, for the whole I'm, thing. I'm with Chris on that one. So you, for you, a musical is unnecessarily integrating music. Yes. Rather than yeah. integrating music. Like, a musical is number like, like, like spontaneously. It's ex- like, exactly. I'm going, going to sing this whole podcast okay. to you right now. Yeah, exactly. So that's a tough category. We Star- haven't seen if Bill Street could talk, but I think A Star oh, is Born. It doesn't come out until February here. It's annoying. Uh, best Motion Picture, Comedy or Musical, Crazy Rich Asians, The Favourite, 
Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice. Um, so I've seen the trailers for all of those. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, wait, what was the first one? Sorry. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I've seen trailers for all of them. Um, obviously, Crazy Rich Asians has got like loads of hype. Apparently, the Green Book was a limitless screening in Cineworld like, last week. Apparently, that's really good. It's like a like a really good comedy. Apparently, like loads of laughs. That's a. Uh... It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a race kind of comedy, yeah. isn't it? Um, Vice is that one. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it. It's Dick like, Cheney. Like Dick Cheney, yeah. Which looked decent. To, I want to watch that, but I didn't think that would be a comedy, to be honest. No. <laughs> but I do want to watch it. I think it would be quite interesting. That comes out in January. So annoying, these films are coming out like yeah. in a couple months' time. And uh, what was the other one? The Favourite. The Favourite. That's the one with um, uh, Emma Stone. And yeah, Olivia Coleman. Yeah. It's, um, it's from the director of... Killing a Sacred Deer and the Lobster. It's very kind of offbeat. I reckon that'll be a screen on soon. Maybe tomorrow, mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Can't make that one. Best performer in a motion picture by an actor drama. Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe Stop at, from Eternity's Gate, yeah. Lucas Bradley Hedges in Boy Erased, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, John David Washington, Black Klansman. To be fair, Rami Malek was, Mal- really, good. Yeah. was really good. I think Bradley Cooper will win that. Yeah, yeah. I think well. Actress in a drama, Glenn Close, The Wife, Lady Gaga, A Star Is Born, thinks she'll win that. Nicole Kidman, Destroyer. I saw the trailer for that. It looks really oh, good. Oh, yeah, we saw that the other day. I said, I, I said you in it. She'll yeah. be nominated because she looks like shit. Yeah, she, don't, she, don't look like, she doesn't look like her. Herself. Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Rose, that's actually the title of the film, not just a plea. Um, <laughs> Rosamund Pike, A Private War. Best performance by an actor in a cute comedy or musical. Christian Bale Vice, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book, Robert Redford, Old Man and the Gun, John C. Riley, Stan and Ollie. Uh, are, you, are we going to watch Mary Poppins, guys? I'm going to admit I haven't seen the first one. Not so two, Neither one. Not two weeks time. Maybe. I think I'd rather watch when Aquaman. When was the first one? Not the 40s. Yeah, oh, that one. Time. Best okay. performance by an actress in a musical or comedy. Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins Returns. Olivia Coleman, The Favourite. Elise Fisher, 8th Grade. Charlize Thron in Tully. And Constance Wu in Crazy Rich Asians. I feel like... You know, I, don't, I'm, I'm, I might be trying shit, but I feel like all these films that have been nominated are like in the latter half of the year. Like, Yeah. Where's like, Josh Brolin, Thanos? I suppose Black Panther was in February, so... Yeah, interesting. So I don't know when the Golden Globes are. It's normally a few weeks before the Oscars, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Maybe we can make that next week's. Yeah, I wonder if we get the Oscars nominations uh, anytime I think, soon. I don't think that'll be till the new year. No. no. Yeah. Well, okay, we need to wrap up, but next week will be our review of the year. So. Oh, yeah, oh, God. So remember. y'all need to think of at least your top 10 favourite films Aquaman top 2 <laughs> oh fuck off yeah, they won't be too. <laughs> um, and also if you want to mention any kind of honourable mentions any proper shit films you've seen this year like Aquaman or anything um, do you know what I know I, kn- I know for a solid solid fact that regardless of even Aquaman's decent he's going to say shit <laughs> no because I I was pretty honest about Justice League wasn't yeah I? but then you said that two months later that it was shit it, it wasn't good I never said it was it good. good you said it was decent though I remember you saying it was decent and then it seems like you said it was shit I'm not, not a tweaker to, to fit like, your agenda agenda over facts mate you well, know it yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so we'll get thinking about I thought I just it was decent though for now. Yeah, I, I liked it personally yeah. and I think you guys uh, listeners if you can tweet us uh, your top 10 of the year so we're at YSC Podcast 17 we're on Facebook Instagram SoundCloud and iTunes under your average critics so, peace, uh, peace. peace adios peace.